0: Thank you, and welcome to this teaching from Today Evangelical Ministries. Today Evangelical Ministries is dedicated to teaching the undiluted truth of God's Word. Here is Dr. Emeka Ozrumba as he brings today's teaching. May the Lord bless you as you listen.
1: The essence of time in the life of a human being, the essence of time in the life of a human being is what I'm going to talk about. When we call even to remembrance, in a very short while, maybe in a few minutes, you'll be able to close your eyes and imagine imagine the earthquake of such magnitude. You imagine the aftermath, which is the tsunami. You watch in horror with even the hair coming out of your skin where a man, or men, or whatever they call I'm talking about, when I say man, I'm talking about the humanity, please. is declared helpless, hopeless. Could not even comprehend what was going on. When he woke up in the morning, ready to go to work, did not know that the ground was gonna give way. And not only that, the ground gave way, Now think about it. The mighty man that boasts the superpower and all the things that you have. And yet, the ground gave way. You couldn't stand. And then you come and see the flood. You come and see the water. Oh, no wonder the Lord said, Job, where were you? When I set my mark on the ocean, you should not cross this border. Now you begin to wonder, You see cars, the most expensive cars, maybe, whatever it may be, houses, flowing. And suddenly, man forgot completely all the things of this world. He forgot all the vanity of the world in his remaining vain life. He forgot it. Now he's testing for what? His life. As Christ said, he said, the day will come, he said, when the calamity will come, he says, what? Even some people will be begging and say, the stone, cover me. Just," He said. but where would you run to? Yeah. The ground gives up. Where would you run to? When the hurricane is coming and then you say, well, I'm going to pack and move. But the ground gives up. Where would you go? It's an issue. And then you are completely swamped off. The flood going. You see yourself floating and being taken away. Your children taken away. You couldn't help it. You reach out. The flood continued. You could not even touch that daughter or son of yours anymore. The car no more. Don't talk about bank account. Where's the bank? Now at that point, begin to think about what I'm trying to tell you right now. For us then, it is an opportunity. For one more time. To many ways. Every ugly ways. It is an opportunity completely. To draw away. From the fertility of this earth. And this world. And this life. And draw closer to God. It is one more an opportunity. Let me put it this way. To humble ourselves submissively. And not only that. Even. Oh Lord. To acknowledge, if not for one more time, the greatness of the Almighty God, the preeminency, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But man will never learn. Next week or another week, it will become history. Man will forget again. Yet man is the most intelligent person or intelligent thing, great, great, creature, but yet the most foolish one when it comes to understanding the mysteries, and the ways of God. It is time, an opportunity for you and I forever from this very day. You know, when you watch the tsunami coming, and yet, man who said he's so knowledgeable with all his PhDs and all his power and all his glory, could not understand where this water was coming from. Now, but if man could not understand where water that you could see with their own eyes, where it was coming from. How, then, could you understand the spiritual things? So that's what Christ was telling Nicodemus. Let's read Nicodemus. Is that John 3, please? 12. John 3, verse 12.
2: John chapter 3, verse 12. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things?
1: How shall you believe if I tell you things that are beyond what you could see? The wind blows, you see and You you say you have had it, but you can't see it. But yet, I'm telling you the earthly thing, the wind. I'm telling you the flood. The flood. But then how can you understand the spiritual things? An unbelievable blessing that God has given to you and I to come closer and closer to him. Every moment we wake up, every time we have breath, to draw closer to him. Every moment and every time he tells us one thing. Do you know one thing? When you watch what was going on in Japan, do you know something that is so manifested? I don't know whether you saw it. The individuality when it comes to relationship with God. Have you watched where a human being may be rushing to go and maybe save a child that is dying and being taken away? And all of a sudden, the flood is about to take that individual, the parent, and the parent ran back. Did you see that? Why? Why have you asked yourself? Self? Self? God bless you. That's about God. It's not about denomination. It's not about group. It's a personal relationship with him that one day is appointed unto man to die once. Then he's going to individually face his maker. He's going to individually face his maker. And that's how God is. Now, it's unbelievable what happened in Japan. And the thing that really, let me put this really, because I just, it aches me to hear and open the TV and see people who say that they are, they are modern prophets. All of a sudden prophesying why it happened in Japan. But why didn't you prophesy it before it happened? Instead of pitying the people and going about doing whatever you can do for them. Forget about judgment. You don't judge anybody. You don't worry about whatever the person happened. It happened in Haiti, and one one man would get up and say, well, because Haiti worships idols. Does Haiti worship more idols than U.S.? You know what idolatry is? (laughs) You don't judge. It's not for you. It's for you to cry when somebody is crying. That's what makes you a child of God in all things. So you see, one thing is this, and God says it's unbelievable. And when I was giving that message, I was driving on the road, and the Lord told me this is a message the essence of time. Essence of, I'm not talking about even time, but the essence of time. When is that time? In fact, when I was standing on that message, I said, Well. What is the time today? What's the time right now? You know, everybody looked where? Their watch. I laughed at them. I said, Really? The essence of time. Because he said it to us. No matter whatever we do, I am God. And you know one thing, there's nothing, nothing new under the sun. One person goes to his maker, I said. In Japan, it has happened. The billion crying. And another is born. One generation passes and that generation comes. The cyclical saga of celebration and mourning continues and continues and continues and, continue. and yet man will not stop one time and ask, what is the purpose of God for me? Ecclesiastes, please. One. One to ten. Let's take this very seriously, please. Very, very.
2: Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit hath a man of all his labor, which he taketh under the sun? One generation passeth away, and another generation cometh, but the earth abideth forever. The sun also riseth, and the sun goeth down, and hasteth, to, its, to his place where he arose. The wind goeth toward the sun, and turneth about unto the north. It whirleth about continually, and the wind returneth again according to its circuits. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. Not full. Unto the place from whence the rivers come, thither they return again. All things are full of labor, man cannot utter it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun.
1: Let's stop right there. I don't Digest this thing. Digest what that man is talking about there, honestly speaking. From the beginning, I can't just go through the one by one right now. But that's one thing that I want to make sure we're pointing out there. Whatever any human being does, he said he cannot alter it. He cannot alter gospel purpose and the time. I'm not coming right now, okay? He cannot alter it. It's not possible. That's one thing I want you to know. Ecclesiastes, please. Ecclesiastes 3, 1, please. Let's read that one. on that. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1.
2: To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven.
1: For everything, or to everything, there is what? A season season, and there is a time. For every purpose under the sun. Purpose, season, time. You know one thing? Any creature. Please, Let me see if I can get this right. The way the Lord wants any creature, war unto him who does not understand the purpose that creature is created, the purpose of God. But, cause is he who will reject and rebel against the purpose, and that's what is happening with men. That's why God destroyed even the first world. This is unbelievable. No matter whatever I do, these people they will reject, they will rebel against the purpose which I created them for. Do you know one thing? Every creature on this earth behaves itself, or whatever you want to call it. Okay, let me put this, let's take it as a general addition. Behaves itself. Utterly the way God has made it. But the most brilliant and the most intelligent one of God, number one, rejects the purpose of God. He doesn't want it. And then he's under, he rebels against it. And then he challenges God in the time and season. Now, separate what God is saying there. To every purpose, that's purpose. To every purpose, there is a time and there is a season for it. The time and the season, no man knows. And no man will ever know. when you reflect back and you see that elusive, let me see if I can can put it right, it's a coded mystery. Who can break it? I can tell you right now, except what? The the Lion of Trash of Judah. Maybe when you open the book of life. But he also told us one thing. There are certain things that the Father has reserved unto himself that no man will ever know. And to those things say. Leave them and worry about the one that he told you that he purpose to do. But man said, no, I don't want that one. I want to worry about the time. And you don't want to. we, we even go about establishing our own time. Uh, uh, sometimes we, we manipulate it. You don't know, manipulate it. And so we're able to predict, it. we're able to predict whether Accurately and sometimes not so accurately. Whatever it is, God knows. Not so accurately. I'm not gonna worry about that. And we just pat ourselves at the, the back. I said, Awesome. Boy, I got it. It is wonderful. Now listen to this, I'm telling you, awesome. It's this is wonderful. And then we started chasing. We said, well, we can manipulate the time. Do you know one thing? We we, we if we tried hard, we could know it how to predict when the baby is gonna be born. Okay. Oh, you know, that is even nothing. Let us let us clone him. You, see, you you can do all that. Whatever you want to do with your knowledge. But how come with your knowledge you lack understanding? Man. How come man? He lacks understanding. That certain things preserved for God. That man cannot, no matter whatever he tries to do, to guess about it, and to what? Even to begin to control in his mind, the only man, he will never know. Only God knows. And he doesn't tell us. Most of the time. And this is our reserve to God. To the extent that man, you and I, will not comprehend the fact of the understanding that these things are there for God. And when he warns us that we don't even know when that time will come. When he warns us to be ready. When he warns us to every moment be ready. If we don't do it, then we have ourselves to blame. Because that means that we are foolish. Because whenever you rebel against God, the person is foolish. That's what is going on to man. Man is the most foolish creature. Yet, the most, supposedly the most brilliant. And he don't want it. Let me tell you one thing. And God gave him dominion over everything. And yet, man will not even understand. He's still challenging God. Oh, he may build the space, whatever he want. He, he has gone to the moon. Well, it's good enough. But you see, the scripture tells us in Matthew what? Matthew, let's go, 16, 2 to 3.
2: Matthew chapter 16, verses 2 to 3. He answered and said unto them, When is it evening, ye say, it will be fair weather, but the, for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, can ye discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times?
1: Can You, you, you can discern it. All of a sudden in the evening, it is red. You look at it, it's reddish, you said, Ah oh, boy, that it's gonna be a wonderful weather today. The same morning, God he said, Let me repeat the colour. The, the colour the color comes red. He said, Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be what? Fair. God laughed. I said, Okay, you know all these things you think you do. But why can't you discern the sign? Why can't you decide when it's your time to go? Why can't you find out when your clock that's kicked, what is ticking, when it's gonna stop? You still cannot do that, and yet you cannot humble yourself before me, knowing that I'm the one that has exclusive power over that issue. Matthew, please, 24, 36. There are certain things reserved unto him exclusively.
2: Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven but my father only.
1: But my father only has reserved it unto himself. No wonder, let me tell you one thing, no wonder that, oh, thank glory be to God, to show man, want to show human beings. Remember in the the Garden of Eden, that Adam fell and so on, right? And when God was driving them out, and I'm going to really just say something right now, but that's not not in the Bible. Maybe they were all turning around and said, how are we going to get our hands on that, uh, the tree of life? Because up to today, man is still trying this same thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's still trying it. But that's why God, what, he completely surrendered that to the tree. He said, he will never touch it. I'm going to show you I'm God. Otherwise, if you do that now, you begin to challenge me, you'll, you'll live forever. Because then you know the time. But how many of us have read from Genesis all our life, and yet we're every day trying how to preserve our life, and we're worried about time instead of the purpose of God, and what God has called us to do? Let me ask our apostle 1-7, please.
2: Acts chapter 1 verse 7, and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons, which the Father hath put in his own power.
1: Which the Father has put in his own power, is not for you to know. There's only one thing for you to know is what? The purpose that is putting me here. But man said, no, that's not going to work. First Thessalonians, please. Five, one.
2: 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 1. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you.
1: Of the time and the season. The same time and season I'm talking about. Of the time and season, you have no need for me to bother you with it because there is no point for you to bother about it. But every day we bother. Every day. could have been God. So he tells us Until man, or human being, knows and accepts this very fact. That his times are in the hands of God. Psalm 51. 31, 15, please.
2: Psalms chapter 31, verse 15. My times are in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of mine enemies, and from them that
1: persecute me. That's the one who understood something. That his time... Our times, are in the hands of who? The Lord. Deliver me from them. Only thing that I, that's why I told you, there's one thing I want everybody to please from now on. And that one, I thank God, He's granted me that very prayer, and God will grant you that prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. That no matter whatever you're going through, even if I thought you're going through this tsunami right now in your life, if you can come to the point where the Spirit of God carries you, and all you are consigned about is how to please him. No matter what the situation, whether it is going well with you, or whatever the situation is, whether, whatever you have, if you have everything in this world, if you are consigned with center on how to please him, you have overcome all. Are you, are you following what I'm talking about here? You have overcome all. But the essence of time, the essence of time, the time man does not even know, And the man becomes more foolish when it comes to essence. When is that day? It's going to come. In fact, somebody was asking that question. Oh, let's say psalm. 89, 47. Psalm chapter 89, verse 47.
2: Remember how short my time is. Wherefore, hast thou made all men in vain?
1: Can you answer me that question? Remember as they said the Lord. I, I love it. Remember how short my time is. So you have made, because of it, you have made man invent. And that's why when man was so worried about, oh, no, what's the time? How am I going to do Why did God do this thing? Some people ask that question. Why did God do this? And Job look at it, doing Job, right? What's Job? Job 38. One. I don't think we can read it up to 20, but to read it a little bit, we'll stop it.
2: Job chapter 38, verse 1. Then the Lord answered Job out of the world one and said, Who is this that darketh counsel by words without knowledge? I wonder. Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. What wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare, if thou hast understanding. Who who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut up the sea with doors when it break forth?
1: Let's stop right there because of Japan. Who shut the sea shut that it will not go? Now imagine, imagine in here that the Lord will let go the boundary and the decree that is given to the ocean. Remember ocean? We're talking about thousands of feet. And we all shot people around, the, you, know, you know, in the world. We shot people driving around, just in the world. and We make a noise, make a noise. And yet, this ocean will move. We can't even stop it. All the world power you have in your life, everybody will be running. And where you run into? You get the point you run nowhere. I, mean, am, I is, am I making myself clear, please? This is very, this is very important about the essence of life. That is why they say, "Make haste, make haste when you have bread. Make haste." John nine four, please.
2: John chapter nine verse four. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work.
1: The night comes when man no man can walk. I must do the work of God right now when I'm alive. You know what one thing, because in the grave. There's only one thing remaining in the grave. I don't even know if it does if it does. What remaining in the grave is regret. You cannot repent there. You can't do anything. Once the grave is grave. And funny enough, sometimes I just watch people praying for the, you know, uh, yesterday the Lord told me that it was dead prayers. You know, you are are praying for the souls of the dead. What a mockery. You can pray for the souls of the dead if you want to pray. Let God comfort those who are alive. I'm telling you once a person is dead, is dead, the soul goes before his matter for judgment. Nothing you pray right now can make a change. You and I have the time the opportunity to prepare so that the Lord can welcome us. Welcome us. The dead can do no, nothing, no more. That's why Christ still told the guy who was going to go bury the, the, the father, said, why are you wasting your time? Let the dead bury the dead. Because there is nothing. Whether you bury them or whatever, it's not going to make a difference as far as God is concerned right now. You see, that's how the spirit, I'm talking about spirit, I, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm talking about spiritually. What's God important, when you are alive, You have breath right now. This is the time to go ahead and make changes. So he said, you only walk during the day. The night comes, no man can walk anymore. It's foreclosed, and that's the end of it. So the essence of time, the time clicks. When is it going to stop, and when is it going? I could finish talking right now. I may not get home. I'm not wishing myself bad luck. If you think that's bad luck, it's not. What's the more important thing to me, Father? Please prepare me so that any time, any moment, I can be with you. Amen. That is the thing that's most important thing. Not more than that. That's why He warned us. What Matthew twenty-four, please. Let's go from thirty-seven. You can read all of it. You can go from thirty-seven to forty-four, but also you can even go to to fifty-one. They're all very relevant. But read a little bit, okay?
2: Matthew, Matthew chapter 24 verse 37 But as the days of Noah were so, sh- so shall also the coming of the son of man be for as in the days that were before the flood they were eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not unto the flood came and took them all away so shall also the coming of the son of man be then two shall be in the field the one shall be taken and the other left huh. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not which hour your Lord doth come. But eh? know this,
1: yeah, go ahead. <laughs> But Sorry. know this:
2: that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would have not suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready. For in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man comes. The Son of comes. Man
1: comes. we we'll stop right. You can read the whole of it. For such a time, night, a day, or whatever it is, he said, the Son of Man comes. You see? Nobody knows. He say, Watch. Read me First Corinthians, please. 7 29 to 31.
2: 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 29 to 31. But this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as though they had none. And they that weep as could though it, they were... Can you
1: please read that again? Okay.
2: First Corinthians chapter... Okay. But this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as though they had none. And they that weep, As though they wept not and they that rejoice rejoice as though they rejoice not and they that buy as though they possess not and they that use this world as not abusing it for the fashion of this world passeth away for
1: the passion of this world passes away now as we cry with the people of Japan and indeed we did I cry and we should all cry for them, but this is a message that we all get that the, the fashion of this world, as you see it right now, passes away. Now, you and I will not know, and we don't know, whether we will even last tomorrow. Are you following what I'm saying? It's a reality of life. You know, back home in my culture, if you say anything like that is, people are, ah oh, man, I don't want to hear about. It. You know, if you tell somebody back home, say, go and prepare for where you'll be buried. They said, well, let's go and prepare for, you yourself, you go and prepare for where you'll be buried. They don't want to hear about it. But it's something that's inevitable, there's nothing you can do about it. So that's why preparing yourself and being ready and not worried about human beings. Some of us still concern ourselves about human beings. About associations and what we need to do. Other than the purpose which God has called us. Which is what? In Ecclesiastes 12.13. He said, this is the whole purpose. After Solomon cried and cried and cried. But he came to the final point. He said, there's only one. I'm going to say it. Only one and one whole purpose of my human being. Fear God and obey him. Because every other thing. He said, there's nothing. And in Proverbs 8.13 tells us, the fear. the only way to fear God is to... What? Depart from evil. Read me Revelation one three, please. Revelation
2: chapter one, verse three. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand.
1: For the time is what? For the time is at please join me. This is for the time is at hand. That is why the scripture was telling us that when the time is at hand, what are you supposed to do with it? Huh? Where is it? Ephesians 5:16 to 18 or 17.
2: Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18, redeeming the time. Beca- redeeming the time. Go on. Because the days are evil, wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is.
1: Is it not what I've it not what I've been all throughout the night? Understanding what the will, which is what? The purpose of God. That's what a human being is supposed to understand and to follow it. But the time and the essence of time is not for him. It's for God to handle it. So he said, understanding what the purpose is, redeeming that time, the time has come for you to redeem it. So what time are we talking about? What is the time? Huh? Present. The present? <laughs> if I were I would have said, only God knows. That would have been a very quick condition for, for me to escape from being uh, cross-examined one more time. Only God knows. So you have a situation of what is the time? Only God knows what the time is. So it behooves on you and I. Since we don't know the time, to follow the one who knows the time. Are you following? Okay, it's okay. It beholds on us, right? Because if you don't know the time, the one who knows the time is telling you this is what you're supposed to do, then you do that, which has called you to do. But then even at that, man says no. He will not do it. The essence of time in our life. We don't know when and where and how it's going to happen. I wish we can predict that it's going to happen today, so such place and so such hour. That's when it's going to come. But he said, I'll come like a thief. Nobody will know. We're talking about Japan, and things are happening suddenly and quickly. We will not know where we are. So you have a situation where he warns us. He said, redeeming this time. What is this time? What is the time? Jose, what? Read me Hosea. 10, 12, right? Yeah.
2: Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Mm-hmm. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, till He come and reign righteousness upon you.
1: It is time to seek the Lord, because the next one minute, you may not have the time. There is nobody that was swept away in Japan that knew the time, and it could happen anywhere. And that's why, as I, as I got it, alive, 55, please, six to seven.
2: Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6 to 7. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found.
1: Now nah, stop right there. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. When is that? No. Seek ye the Lord when you have breath. I'm changing it right now. Seek ye the Lord when you have breath. When you can still breathe. Seek the Lord. Go on. How do you seek him? Go on.
2: Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, mm-hmm. and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and He will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for He will abundantly pardon.
1: Let the wicked forsake his ways. So have we not been talking about mending your ways, mending your ways, mending your ways, mending your ways before it is late? And that is what he's saying. Let the wicked forsake the ways. And that is why he told us the time is now. Second Corinthians, please, six two. 2
2: Corinthians, chapter six, verse two. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, mm-hmm. and in the day of salvation have I succored, succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation.
1: For you and now, because, because of time, there are so many scriptures we could have run through, honestly speaking. But now, 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 there is nothing left for somebody who is born of God than now. Right now. Redeem the time now, before it is late. And when it is late, it's late. There's so not much you can do about that one. And that's why he told us what, this is in Hebrews, right, 3? 7 to 9, right? 7 to 8, if you want.
2: Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 to 8. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today if ye will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation, in the day of temptation in the wilderness.
1: Had it not your heart. As see the temptation. Today, today. That's what, of course, you know, our ministry is today. That's what it came up from. Today. If you will hear his voice, today this truth. Because tomorrow may not be. But then sometimes we still worry about many things. Now let me just go by because for for closing, because I thought it's going to be quickly today. Now think about this. It's amazing. That all the powers in this world could not hold. You know one thing? Man is so smart and so good and so wonderful, yet the least of all the natural element of this world makes a man hopeless and helpless. Now, we're talk talking about the least. Look at the man who's there walking around, and, oh boy, well, there's no one like me. All of a sudden, he has code. I'm talking about small code, ordinary code. And suddenly there's, there are more than him like him. He boasts vapor. And he doesn't understand. And yet some of us we worry about human beings. We worry about what did they do? What did they say? How did they do this thing? What is this? And you forget the court. And God keeps declaring to us human being is grass. Isaiah 40, right? Six to seven.
2: Isaiah chapter 40, verse 6 to 7. The voice said, cry. And he said, what shall I cry? I wonder. All flesh is grass, and all the goodliness thereof is as of the flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass.
1: Surely the people. I'm telling you. I I, 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 I wasn't in the shoes of those prophets, but believe me, when God would just say, cry, shout. They said, What did I said, Tell them they are all grass. Which is true. Vapor upon vapor. You blow them, they go. And he got it right, he was warning us. He said, Why would you be mindful? Because if you look at 1 Peter, if you have time, but 1 Peter says, Repeat the same thing. 1 Peter 1, 24 to 25, repeats it. So don't read really, it. It's the same Isaiah is quoting. But then let's go to Isaiah. Right? 51, 12 to 13.
2: Isaiah chapter 51, 12 to 13. I, even I, am he that comforteth you. Uh-huh. Who art thou, that thou shouldst be afraid of a man that shall die, and of the son of man which shall be made as grass? And forgettest the Lord thy maker, that has stretched forth the heavens, and laid the foundations of the earth, and has feared continually every day because of the fury, the fury of the oppressor, as if he were ready to destroy and where is the fury of the oppressor? I wonder.
1: Let's stop right there because we're going to close. Where is the fury of the oppressor? Now, the essence of time in the life of a human being. I think that's what people have been asking when doing that message. They wanted it on the CD and everywhere. It is wonderful, and it came at a time that is really needed and required of everybody to know. You see. We worry so much, and yet we have no control. And there's only one thing that we should worry about. How do I fulfill the purpose God has set for me? Every creature does that. They want to fulfill that, what God has given to them. They don't want to do it. Okay? I'm not saying we should not go there, gather or do work and make money. That's not what I'm talking about. But when we forget, forget him and begin to think we can build and do everything. And then one, suddenly, one moment, everything crumbles. The building crumbles. And sometimes, even that building that will crumble, do you know that someone who is a really anyone can go and even maybe yank one window off and we will not forgive him forever. And suddenly, he's down. And yet we can. We cannot say we're not going to forgive Islam. Who do you hold? Nobody. But the one you see every day he's done something. You forgive him because redeeming the time. We don't know what's going to happen the next moment. The Lord bless you and keep you as he continues to teach us all this. I pray beginning from myself that these things will abide in my life. That understanding of eternal life May the Lord give you life, grant you full knowledge of the mysteries of his kingdom and also the purpose for what he has called you. God bless you and keep you in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this message from Today Evangelical Ministries. We would love to receive your feedback and stay connected with you. So send us your comments or questions through our website on our Contact Us page or by sending an email to... Info at TEMonline.org. Our web address is TEMonline.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. God bless you.